Excellent. Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noir West. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week is my brother, Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro West, Creative Tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3 dependent projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects for you folks. Hello, everybody, hanging out in the Discord chat room. We're going to do the show. <laughs> we want to welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we hope everybody's doing safe, being safe, feeling good. And getting ready and for the holidays. for a nice break. <laughs> um, so if you are hanging out in the Discord chat room, you can hit us up with any questions, comments, shout outs. We'll check in throughout the show. Shout outs real quick to everybody hanging out in the chat rooms. A real quick question on a gift card purchase. Yes, you can Ooh. buy it and have it be sent to you just put your address in the shipping info okay sweet we'll run through i actually think too. it's a digital one so you should get like a coupon code okay. that will uh, be able to discount it that way cool all and right shout out to everybody else hanging out in all of the chat rooms we are over at discord.gg slash adafruit come hang out with i forget how many thousands are hanging out in there 32 33,000. many thousands <laughs> Lots of fun. Come hang out. Let's go ahead and run through some of the housekeeping items right. on our list. For First up, freebies. If you spend some money with Adafruit, you can get some free stuff. This has been updated throughout the, the weeks and months. It gets updated as we go. So let's take a look. For orders that are $99 or more, you're going to get a free pink Adafruit limited edition Feather RP2040. Oh, cool. For only $99. That's the first tier. That's pretty good. All right. While supplies last. For orders that are 149 or more, you get that free pink feather RP2040 and a randomly selected STEMIQT breakout board. If you have an account with us, we'll make sure you don't get the same one twice. For orders that are uh, $200 or more, you get the STEMIQT board, the pink feather, plus free ground shipping for UPS, US Continental only. And for orders that are $299 or more, you get the free shipping, the STEMIQT board, the pink feather, and a circuit playground blue fruit. Bluetooth low energy. <laughs> so we're going to take a look at that actually in close detail today. How many freebies can you get? As many as you want. Read up the things if you want them. Be uh, very wary of the holiday approaching holiday shipping deadlines. If you click right here on the top of the website, there is some uh, some things here about what are the deadlines for shipping um, the deadlines this year. Take a look at them. They're broken up as different tiers so ups ground three day two day next day and usps first class priority so you check those out we also have international orders um yeah so if you're trying to get these orders in at a certain time be sure to check out this again the link is accessible throughout the website at the top banner there yeah, there's the there's the picture all right Adabot does not hand deliver any of the packages blah, 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 blah. yeah blah, blah, blah. But, he, but Adabot's looking for help, help wanted. Adabot's helping out. If you go to the jobs board, jobs.adafruit.com, you can see all the different job postings and listings that are available there. CircuitPython programmer needed, and the latest one in the Buffalo, New York area from Xander Creations. There's some other ones up there, so be sure to check them out. Make your resume if you haven't already. And if you're in a, uh, looking for folks, it's a great place to uh, find them. So check it out at jobs.adafruit.com. Okay. Newsletters, we have a whole slew of them. Once a week, you do a product-focused newsletter. If you want to subscribe to that, adafruit.com slash newsletter. Daily doses of newsletters, you can go to adafruitdaily.com and subscribe to the many categories that might pique your fancy. Thank you, everybody, for subscribing to the micro... Thank you for subscribing to the Python on Microcontrollers newsletter. There's probably more than 9,000 folks, but uh, hey, if you got your Python-related project and you are looking to advertise it or, or promote it, um, hit up, uh, what is it, csp at adafruit.com. And I think that is all the, mo the, the morning ramblings, housekeeping, that we do. So I'm going to head back over to uh, Discord and see if anybody's saying hello. Andy Calloway's checking in. Hey, greetings, everybody. What? <laughs> we also got a stem speaker, too. That's cool. All right. Well, we're ready to boogie. Anybody on YouTube saying anything? Uh, looks like I did not answer John's question. I'm pretty uh -oh. sure I said that you can address it to yourself to get that gift card. Maybe it reads differently. 
wants to purchase a gift card but want it to come to me not the recipient oh. is that possible yeah you address yeah, it to yourself sure uh, you could also hit up um customer service at adafruit.com in the email they'll quickly respond to you um so check them out um if you want a really quick response and some they'll be able to actually actionably do things we're just running the show but good morning gary z hanging out in the discord chat room Yes, for people that may not know shipping and all the products and all that stuff, it's in New York. We are in Florida, so we can't. Yeah, we, we don't do have the controls <laughs> dials to do it, but yes. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's overview video that can allow you to make projects. Super cool launch of these two super awesome apps. It is PyLeap and Glider. These have been talked about in the CircuitPython meeting for quite a while and been in development for even longer. This is a really good way to edit code and send project files along with all the libraries and dependencies over to Bluetooth enabled devices using CircuitPython, specifically 7.0. Super cool way to navigate the directory of your CircuitPy drive and the most important thing is you're able to edit code. You can transfer files over and uh, with PyLeap, you're able to select from a gallery of a bunch of the BundleFly enabled guides on the learning system to quickly get everything over to your device without having to need a desktop computer. Perfect for educational environments. Um, and if you're on the go, say you're like uh, cosplaying at a, at a con and you wanna update the variables of your sensors or your lights, you wanna increase the brightness or something like that, very cool way to do that. So one of the cool examples that were shown in the video is how you can uh, grab a audio file off of uh, whatever directory we're using Dropbox and then we're just copying and pasting it into your uh, device here. So one of the cool other cool examples would be, um, especially with the holidays coming up, uh, there is this like ornament you can get that allows you to like record say grandpa's voice and have it saved, uh, you know, as legacy. Uh, and you can quickly transfer that over. A couple of weeks ago, we made this um, Spider-Man uh, ornament. Green Goblin. Yeah, the Green Goblin's pumping, pumpkin. Green Goblin. <laughs> pumpkin Goblin. Green Goblin's pumpkin bomb ornament. So a really cool way to have audio in that. Change colors around and all that. Yeah, and what you're seeing here is all the code that is living on this CircuitPy drive. So you have access to your directory. And one of the things we forgot to post in the video, one of the first requests from uh, after posting is, where is the Pi Glider link for that? Let me go ahead and post that in there. Yeah, if sure. you guys have not seen it, right. we did update that, the video I'd with like that. to say some words too. All right, so there's two apps, right? Pi Glider, that's gonna let you edit and modify move files. The Pi Leap is a way to just quickly test out demo code on your Circuit Playground device. We're gonna support other boards but for now, it's particularly for the Circuit Playground Bluefruit, as noted by you know the thumbnails and things in each of those little things. Glider the does have the ability to access and we, transfer we just stuff over to a way to, to kind of feather. do demos over Bluetooth. So how do you send a project bundle over Bluetooth? That was really like the core thing of why we needed PyLeap to be a thing. Is that okay? We can upload these pre-made file or these pre-made project files to the Circuit Playground Bluefruit. There's a slew of them. I think there's like a dozen, and each one of those actually has a learn guide. So if you look. Um, each one of these uh, demos is a learn guide, and that's kind of the way the back end is working. It's pulling um, all that data from these individual learn guides. So as you click on one of these, this is PyLeap. Remember, PyLeap is the one that has the code that's pre-made for you, just to kind of, and these little purple titles just kind of give you an idea of what the, uh, what the project is doing. Um, since there's so many sensors on the Circuit Playground, it just makes sense to have variable different ones. And you can see here even the highlights. So the highlights is like the second hardware that is supported, but which one do you want to do? Or should we, if you tap on one, you can kind of get an idea of what it is. There's a there's a button there that says send bundle. And this is really important too. I'm just noticing that the serial terminal lets you know what hardware it sees right now. It is connected to the Circuit Playground Bluefruit and it tells you exactly what version of CircuitPython you're running here through the serial terminal. So this, this, this connection is already established. Here are some things that it will download to your device, right? Dependencies and libraries. Yeah. That are so required. you get a really good list of what you're actually pushing over to the device. Very, very cool. But if you didn't want to send this pre-made code and you have your own code, that is where 
the uh, the glider app is necessary. So this is the uh, the peripheral, the the board, the circuit pipe drive shows up as a unique identifier up there, and then these are all the files that are on board the thing right now. So you have an MP3 file, you have your code.py file. So let's say you have multiple code.py files and you want to rename them and stuff. This is the latest thing. You can uh, do this and rename uh, the code if you wanted to swap out your demo code. So that's really helpful. Um, and then if you wanted to edit it, what do you click on? Just tap right on it. Just tap on the it. The other option it. is to move it to a different directory. This is bare bones like tax editor. It's just an input box. But I think at some point it'll make sense to have color coding and all that sort of stuff. But right now just be aware that this is just your rudimentary text editor you know, from iOS. Um, so you hit the save button and it would update the code. But uh, let's see if it works in this orientation. Maybe you get like, even less yeah. room. But that's just the way, you know, it's it. It hopefully will get some, some better text editing. But just be aware that is how you would edit it. Right. So there's a lot of situations where um, folks in educational settings have a Chromebook and USB just, it just isn't a thing. It doesn't work or it's locked down. So being able to edit and send code via Bluetooth is is the workflow that we're we're trying to tackle here. So that is just a quick little demo. Pedro's going to do some actual modifying and editing. I just wanted to get out the, my version of, of of words. Yeah. So one of the simplest things I think is probably the sound meter. I think is a nice fun one since you're able to edit the sensitivity and the colors on that. And right, it's, it's a, a good demo. It's a, in, in terms of being able to quickly see the change for it. Uh, so here we go. You can see that it, it starts off with a pretty default sensitivity of uh, it's pretty high. So you'd have to like scream into it right. or tap onto it really right. uh, loud. It's not fulling the whole ten LEDs. Mm -hmm. so. so you can see here. I'm just going to click onto the code.py file, scroll down to where the color values are for this, and it's nicely commented. So you can see the way that the uh, RGB colors are all set up. So if I do like zero for that one, and because it's so bright. That would be to red, like just a 10 right there blue so it's going to be green and what about the sensitivity boop, 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 boop. and you can see just how fast that uh, updates everything yeah and then we'll go down to the sensitivity and we'll drop that down from uh, 1500 to just, just 500, 500 yeah. and that should be able to fill up the entire uh, neopixel uh, little ring there you get a notification that's boop, updating boop, 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 boop. there you go bop, 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 it's bop, coming bop. up white but you, it's green here hello 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 yeah. One, two, three. One, two, three. Woo! It's not as bright as I'd like it to be, Pedro. Make it brighter. Let's Make it see. 255. Let's, Let's blow go. out the camera. <laughs> it'll look white now. No, I think it'll be fine with green. Well, I, mean, we'll I think when I was testing it out, 100 is where it... Uh... Mm, 100's a good number. Huh? Yeah, but let's... let's go ahead and blow it out to see. Yeah, Whoa! perfect. I like wow, the illumination wow. coming out of your fingers there. Nice blue, and green. Blue, blue. Green is good. And you can cool. take a look at what the code looks like and all that. And uh, one of the cool things is that if you are transferring between different uh, projects, some of the files, like the waves, will stay on there. It's just um, overwriting yeah. the uh, yeah. code.py file and the um, stuff that's inside the library. So one of the other things you could do is save out your code if you uh, get it to where you like. Mm -hmm. And you can actually use the built-in files app for to, iOS. Yeah. For iOS. Yeah to save uh, your favorite code. So one of the things I have on here is uh, the touch one that we're just using because uh, the thing that we're like geared towards is getting the kids comfortable to be able to read what the code is and apply new things to it. So for example, with the, um, the wave playback, it's just set up to do buttons, but you can also have it set up to do the touch pads. So what we were showing off earlier, and that's a really cool way to uh, get them comfortable with what the, uh, the code is to that and then add to it so a super cool way to quickly modify code on your devices and you know back up save any of those codes if you want to uh, have those duplicated into other boards as well it's a nice really simple way to do that yeah all right if anybody have any comments questions suggestions let's see let's know yes lovely a7 2000 is that blue fruit yeah so any of the bluetooth boards we're hopefully going to start supporting for starters, this is the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. That NRF fifty two eight forty is the chipset that we really adore for all blue uh, BLE project uh, devices. So another one would be the Clue board. That one has the NRF fifty two eight forty. Hopefully that will get supported soon. It has a screen. It's got temperature sensors all over it, touch pads as well in that micro bit format. 
What's another NRF? The other one that we were yeah. testing this one was the uh, the Feather uh, NRF 52 Yeah, so the Feather NRF 52840 doesn't have any onboard sensors, so you'll have to have some things connected to it. Um, just be aware of that. That's why we're, we're really focusing on this one because NeoPixels, uh, buzzer, temperature sensor, touchpad, it's got everything. It's, mm -hmm. it's really what it's for. It's like a playground of, circ of, of sensors. The other thing that works as well is the, uh, the eye glass, the, the LED glasses. The LED glasses with the feather. another one. That'll work with that as well. Yeah, just a little LiPo battery right there. So if you want to know how it's being powered, you just got a little LiPo battery. So if you want to have this like as a pendant or something, you can do so many different things with the circuit playground. Yeah, so we have a little magnetic backing that just attaches there. Super yeah. simple way to make a uh, little wearable. Right. What I did. Uh, of course, Iron Man. Uh, uh -huh. The first thing that comes to mind is have it right in the center and change that around. Yeah. That's real cool. It's really Let's cool see. that uh, you don't need uh, to worry about USB cables and all this stuff. You're just going to worry about Bluetooth. Hopefully it's, it's solid. Yes, they are. Uh, question or just comments in the Discord. Uh, Dwester saying that, yep, a lot of people waking, waiting on the Android yes, version. Yes. They're getting all the foundations of getting CircuitPython to be able to read You know the, the types of connections that are required for uh, Bluetooth and the mobile devices. So as soon as they get all of that down, uh, they will start working on the Android version. Yeah. Shout out to Trevor, who's lead uh, developer on the iOS side for the PyLeap app. We got a learn guide as well if you want some more documentation on uh, PyLeap. This kind of walks you through it. Um, yeah, so you just want to make sure you have the latest version of CircuitPython. That's what's so cool about this. Nothing, drop nothing special. Like, there's not a like a special, a special UF2, yeah. It's just baked into the core of CircuitPython, yes. so that's what we really, really wanted to make it an easy transition for folks. Whether you want Bluetooth or you just want to do it through a USB, you can, both are fine and dandy. And uh, this just walks you through a little bit of like setting up, um, hitting the reset button, and just some LED notifications to let you know when the app is searching to pair. So the app kind of does a good job of, of on-screen instructions on how to pair. It's pretty straightforward. Um, yeah, and each CircuitPython device has a unique identifier, so that's how you can tell if it's the right, um, if it's the right board or not. The modules are the projects themselves, right? Yes, modules are the projects themselves. So you can take check a take a look at each individual one and see how these are structured up. Yeah. So if you wanted the uh, the wave playback one, click on that and it'll take you to that individual learn guide that walks you through the code. So that's kind of how the structure is set up for these uh, these demo codes in PyLeap. Here's your project card. And yeah, so definitely check it out. If you have yourself an iOS device and a Bluefruit Circuit Playground, definitely check it out. Let us know what you think and get your uh, your feet wet. Other ways to let us know what you think, lovely A72 is asking, is it open source? Yes, this is available on GitHub. Yeah, you should check be out able the, to uh, see yeah. all of the, um, the latest pushes that were uh, sent out, I think, this morning. So check those out. Yeah, just you can search download on those on GitHub Zetafruit, and then just search for PyLeap. You should be able to find it there. Yes. Oh. Please file any issues on the GitHub as well. If you see any uh, any bugs, go. We are uh, ready to fix. Yay! yay. That's um. Well, that's uh, the gist of it. Um, it's you know this is. A Public beta, right? Is what we're public beta. Us? They was submitted to the app store, so it is in processing as we speak. So it should be live mm -hmm. uh, any day now. Yeah, but we'll let you the... folks know when it comes up live. Oh but, yeah, we'll uh... be posting all about it. But for now, I did post the links if you want to get the uh, test flight betas for that. Super easy. I think it just uh, sends an email and you immediately get the link to download the latest. I'm trying to remember if there's anything else we wanted to cover. I think that's pretty much it. It's nice, compact way yeah, to uh, program wirelessly. So freaking yeah, cool. It's, it's <laughs> it needed to happen, and um, mm -hmm. it's happening. Very cool. All right. Beep, 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 boop, boop, There'll be more boop, uh, boop, boop, more boop, boop, chatter about this as it gets released boop, 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 to wider boop. audience. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's what are we prototyping. All right, this week we are prototyping 3D printing and CNC milling. We have a little bit of a fun festive lamp project. So we uh, cut up some pieces of acrylic and 3D printed a little uh, holder for a strip of NeoPixels. So this is a little NeoPixel strip. 
and the little 3D printed butt here has these slots for these pieces of acrylic. We thought it'd be fun to kind of make each piece of an acrylic kind of a different engraving. So it kind of makes this animation. Uh, using the LED animation library for CircuitPython, you can do some fun LED chase animations. That way you get this cool kind of um, step-by-step, uh, frame-by-frame animation that's happening here. So these edgelet, these pieces of acrylic are the edgelet style and they are really thick pieces of acrylics, about quarter inch thick or six millimeters thick. Um, and I cut them out on our little Bantam Tools CNC, but you could laser cut it. If you got yourself a Glowforge or something, you could cut these out, no problem, and do all sorts of fun different designs. But the 3D printed case here houses uh, this little gray piece that has those slots. These are uh, swappable, so if I want to pull this out, you can see um, they're just little pieces and you can do different shapes or whatever. But inside there, that's where the strip is. Uh, the design just takes um, an, uh, a 60 meter um, NeoPixel strip and then just um, spaces them out and holds the strip in place with this little uh, kind of a, a little a little groove that just kind of slides in there and locks it in place. Uh, for the microcontroller itself, it's the Cutie Pie RP2040. It's my favorite little um, circuit Python board right now. It's inside here. Um, I have a pretty nice snap fit going on here, so that's why I, uh, I don't want to take it apart because it's got a nice snap fit. But uh, the idea is to be uh, parametric. So if, if you want more LEDs, if you want this to be a long you know, thing of acrylic, you could make it as long as you want. And um, in Fusion, I set it up so that the, uh, the, per the user parameters, um, you could just give it a pixel count and it'll grow the design and scale everything to it. But I thought eight, so there's eight of these. I thought eight was a good number. Um, you, could, you could do as little as like three or four just to get that you know, there's a lot of designs to uh, acrylic things that have like just two, two, two frames, and it makes kind of like a fun animation. And it kind of reminds me of like those, um, like those Las Vegas um, neon signs that kind of have like two frames. So that's kind of the idea we're going for. But it was really easy to set up the code using the LED animation library. The LED chase um, animation works really well here because you can specify how many LEDs you want. Uh, and then the speed of which, and I had to kind of slow down the speed a little bit uh, so that you can kind of appreciate each frame. And sometimes it skips a little bit because of the way the, uh, the timing is set up, but that's kind of how I have it. Uh, so this will be next week's project. Hopefully we can get out a learn guide and a video. Um, this, will be the la this will be the last project of the year from us, I think. Um, I might make another sign that says like happy 2020 or something, happy holidays, and then 2020 at the end or something, but um, that's kind of what I got going on. So, uh, NeoPixel strip, Cutie Pie, CircuitPython, some acrylic, and uh, 3D printing, right? So that is the uh, the thing that I've been working on. Okay, request from Dao Twenty, asking if you can hold it uh, with the camera pointing directly at the end, so it cycles through one piece. Yeah, it's kind of hard to to see it. Yeah, the effect is a the lot The effect better. is a little bit weird um, when you look straight on because of the way they overlap. So there's one, one of those things. It's not like this thing's too big, so it's kind of ah. like... And the focus is odd as well because of just the It'll depth better of the, it. Yeah. In the video and we're not constrained to the right. where the cameras the are here. Yeah, I don't know how else to... Yeah, and because this room is so lit... Um, it's not the effect is way better at night. I wish I had a demo video. Or the darker. Yeah, and it looks person. really cool when you uh, when you're. It's in the dark. It looks really really stellar. Um, yeah. Uh, so you can see I have some snowflakes coming in there. I engraved some snowflakes. Um, but some folks had some fun ideas on Instagram. They're saying like you could do like a scene like from Super Mario from your favorite game. Oh. You could do like a nice scene. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of lithopanes that are multi-layered lithopanes. Mm. Think about that in, in this way, or some geometric uh, animations, like some seamless loop GIFs. Like imagine those um, etched out in here, and yeah. You can, if you wanted to bring them tighter together, you would use a different NeoPixel strip. This is just the 60 meter one, which is like a medium density. You can see it right in there inside that little groove there. Um, and then here's like a, I, I've been working on the cat animation because I'm working on the learn guide. So here gives you an idea of all the pieces. The green piece is what actually holds the acrylic. The black piece is what holds the NeoPixel strip. The brown 
cover is what allows them to be housed in place and then the bottom cover snap fits into the into the case and the new and the, the cutie pie snaps into the built-in holder on the end of the bottom cover um, so that's a bit of what the uh, what the what the pieces all look like when they're sandwiched together um, what else can you say about it people want us to turn off our lights so they can see it <laughs> I, we can if you want to hit see. that one Let's see how good we can get it the, uh, oh snap! Yeah, it's pretty damn bright now. There you go. Holidays. Yeah, so gonna syncing it to music would be pretty cool too. Yeah. I wish this was the a Bluetooth thing, so then I can edit the code. Cause I, I keep getting some glitchy. Uh, like I need to update the timing so it, it it goes through the whole thing right now. Cause sometimes it skips it. You see that? It's just the way the animation uh, sequence is set up. If I just had one animation sequence, I could time it better. But you can see that I'm getting a little bit of a skip here. So, but man, those are really coming out nice and clear. Right. Another thing, um, just as a, a as a tip, I always forget to do this. But when you're engraving acrylic, always flip and mirror your stuff because on the other side, it always looks better. It just looks more clear and clean, uh, as 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 opposed to like the actual etched side. Um, at least for milling, that's what I've found. Maybe laser cutting is a bit different, but for me, I always forget to flip my artwork, mirror the artwork, uh, so that it, it actually looks better on the opposite side. Yeah. Much like and I really like the ed you know, the shape could be growing or changing its shape as it's animating back. So if you want to play around with the different shapes, like I think folks can make some cool I don't know, like a walking cycle or, or something of a ball animating. Um, I tried to do a little bit of a wave thing, but uh, I think this festive version is works okay. Another thing is like because of the way these are all stacked in front of each other, layering them on top of each other kind of kills the effect a little bit. So be wary of that. Like, um, yeah. So that's that's it right there. Super cool. Should we hit the lights? <laughs> Alright. Quite the difference. Yeah, it really, really changes it up there. Cool. And that is what we're prototyping. Yeah, if they were closer together. So the, the spacing is defined literally by the, the spacing in the NeoPixel. If you wanted to do something really, really close, change out the... Um, you know, change out the NeoPixel strip for a NeoPixel stick. But even then, like they might be too close up together. And because we're 3D printing, we kind of wanted this gap here because otherwise you would just have, you wouldn't have any way to separate them. But the little black piece actually isolates the light from leaking into each other. So you have to think about that when like the light has to, mm -hmm. it's very much like one of these NeoPixel grids. You need to sep you need a divider in order to stop the light from leaking into the next frame. So, uh, and, and yeah, so that's why I picked the 60 NeoPixel strip. It's like 20 bucks for a strip of, uh, of a one meter and that's 60 pixels and this is only eight. So <clears throat> you could do a custom one where you like wire each individual NeoPixel didn't want to do that because I kind of did that with the menorah and it's a lot of work so just leveraging an already existing strip was kind of my jam I was like okay that, that that'd be a good idea that way I don't have to worry about wiring each individual neopixel there is the uh, compromise of uh, the buildability with, yep yep, uh, yep. The, the way that the existing parts are <clears throat> UJIA is asking can you control the speed of the lights absolutely can um, so this is pretty much the sweet spot so you can actually get an appreciation for each frame without it going uh, by too fast. You don't have a... I do not have USB-A. Yeah. This is where we wish we had a Bluetooth cutie pie because I, I, if I plug it into my let me, let me to this down. machine, it will definitely break it because I, I, it's very fragile right now with the USB drives. Um, but yeah, Paige is going to go get an adapter so we can change up the code. Right at the point where everything is getting switched over to USB-C. Yeah, so we need more of those little doohickeys. <laughs> All right, fire up uh, Moo. And then um, we'll uh, change up the, Whoops. the speed. 
Oh, hey, look at that. New computer. I don't have Moo on here. Really? You've never used Moo? Uh, nope, because I've been programming everything through okay. Bluetooth. That's cool. <laughs> How funny, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me... Uh... We have a little bit of time, so let me... We're just going to... We're just going to try it. I'm going to try it. I hope I don't break the... Uh... The Wirecast setup here, but I'm opening up Moo now. <laughs> I'm downloading Moo. Okay. <laughs> hey, this is a live show. We got to do it live, huh? <laughs> How hilarious! All right, let me switch cameras to the uh, the full side effects here. Did I get rid of it? Yeah. Oh nope, I got it here. All right, so here's Moo. Um, I'm just gonna change up these speeds to one, and it'll just run through it real quick. But you can see here. You have a couple of, of things to parameters to play around with with the uh, the chase uh, animation module. You can reverse it. You can change the spacing and the size. Right now, the size is set to one. That's telling me that I'm going to light up one pixel uh, per animation cycle. So I've updated the speed to just 0.1 of a second. Let's see what that looks like in the overhead. Whoa. And there, you just have another speedier look. And you can see why now I slowed it down, um, just so you have some time to process, to, what, it's to process what it's saying so that's why I kind of slowed it down but if you had a walk if you had a per you know an a walking and you want that speed mm. to go there the walking mm. animation um, or if you just had um, like the, the, these little uh, wing wing bats or whatever then that would look cool but when it comes to words and messages you kind of want to slow it down a little bit um, but yeah and what is the thinnest that the acrylic acrylic can be at? I'm guessing the yeah. Ooh, whatever they I make guess it a, at. I guess an eighth of an inch. So an, an eighth an eighth inch. That was three millimeters. That's half the thickness of this. But again, this is a quarter inch, which is about six millimeters thick. I really like the six millimeter stuff because you have you just have this really nice thickness of it, and because these pieces are kind of relatively small. Um, it makes them look a little bit more thicker than they really are, I think. Yeah, but that is the speed update there. All preference. Yeah. And you can orient it in different ways if you wanted to have it on the wall and just be a bunch of different shapes. You don't have to do engraving. You can kind of get this kind of neat effect if it was like hang hanging on the wall or something. Um, yeah. Or if it was like curved or something, you would have to wire them individually, but lots of fun different ideas. Uh, depending on how, how you want to wire it up and lay out your acrylics but yeah it's like a cool let me see if I can um, if I turn the size let's do like four by four and then four of them will light up at the same time let's see what happens here there you go so you have more of like more trails there whoa yeah, they're a little bit more blended, but maybe depending on the artwork, it'll look a little bit better. And of course, you have like the rainbow chase that you could do as well if you wanted to do rainbow chase. Let me see what that looks like. Um, let's do rainbow chase. Let me uh, switch over so you can see what I'm coding here. I'm just, instead of using the um, animation sequence I'm just gonna tell it to do one and there's sort of this nice rainbow cycle that's going on there if they are stacked yes I believe they would leak into the next yeah yeah you, you, like I said like the behind Spacing. the strip is that little black bar and that has you really can't see it, it but that just isolates them so, so that's why those little slots are like that, to really keep the light isolated. And that's how, that is the very principle of how uh, this guy over here is working. Oh, that one's frozen. Holy crap, how long has it wow, been Wow, it's been It's been months. for like months, dude. This is the NRF too, how fun. So your Python crashed for two months. But that is the principle for this thing here, is that the grid is what's isolating each one of those pixels so they don't leak into each other. Um, yeesh. But yeah, all, all cool effects. It's so fun to play with CircuitPython's LED animations because you just Instantly. mess around with the, the spacing and the, and the speed and you just get a completely different effect. Colors and all that fun. But yeah, that's a cool one. Cool. Any other fun suggestions? Uh, let's see. 
Uh, just some comments. Yeah, definitely lots of potential for different Ooh, design options. Yeah, what if it was a wave file and it was like saying like a word or something like I love Ooh. you or happy holiday, you know? That would be really cool. Some sort of a... Yeah. It'd be cool like do like a heart thing. Like if it's growing every frame, it's like... Boom, boom. Mm -hmm. It'd be really cool. Huh. So it is up to the artist, your creative brain, how create... Like I, I wish I spent more time on the creative idea aspect of it. I Getting the... Getting, getting the pieces and then like what am I gonna cut? Like I had to commit to something. So hopefully someone else or more artistic can do just some stellar animation where like hand hand draw something. You know, like maybe Sophie does something fun. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's like what I want. Um, cool, sweet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yay, people! It, thanks, Dow Twenty. All right. Good idea. All right. Well, we are. That was what we're prototyping. We're gonna try to come out with this next week. Um, so yay. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's Community Makes. Yeah, Community Makes this week is something fun. It, it's fun and doubles the storage. If you got yourself a Nintendo Switch and you got all these little game cartridges and you're looking for a better place to store them all, I know I was, this is a really nice one. Uh, so this little design here held 16 of them. And the little slots are nice and tolerant loose, so they don't, they just kind of fit in there with a little bit of a loose fitting which I like I don't want them to be too tight because the last one I had was too tight but let's take a look at the time lapse um, this was printed in some real cool marble filament PLA filament you can get this stuff off Amazon relatively small print probably takes a few hours what like four hours or so 11 hours no no no, no. if you're not time lapsing yeah it'll take two days but if you're not time lapsing like just half of that five hours five hours or so. <laughs> still yeah, there's some support you need because of the shape of Thwomp. Mm -hmm. But Thwomp, I didn't even mention, is this it's not even really the character. It's a bit of an obstacle yeah. uh, in the Super Mario Brothers franchise. Yeah. He's just the angry looking stone that wants to murder Mario. Bless you. Me. But it looks really great in this marble PLA. So if you're looking for something to do with marble PLA and you got some Nintendo Switch stuff, check this one out. Has it looped yet? And this is from Jeremy uh, Default. Default. Perfect. Uh, Christmas. It's a remix, actually. Like stock, st stocking stuffer to go along with any games Sorry. or Nintendo Switch that you are gifting at this holiday season. Here, you, you show that off while I pull up the thing over his page. Yeah, so the only thing that you do have to remember to do is enable the supports. I did print one before and all of the overhang, unfortunately. Uh, just because of the weight design, you could have added like some drafts or something mm. like all around the lips and the eyelid areas. But yeah, you're definitely going to need the support material enabled for that. Uh, just use the whatever Cura decided to generate at, I think, uh, 70 uh, for the degrees. Mm. And that should do a pretty good job of being able to. What's the bottom look like? Up. Is it completely flat? Or does it... Oh, no. It's nice and flat. That's cool. It has those 45 degree angles, so you get that nice texture. Yeah, yeah. They did it the there, but you can do it to uh, having like a draft like right underneath there would have helped immensely mm, yeah. in terms of uh, having that lifted up with no supports. But. Double other than that double sided <laughs> yeah double sided uh, um like you were saying nice loose yeah like on there. Loose. now let's give let's give credit to the original designer as well because this is a remix oh um the remix added more cartridges uh, uh so uh, uh jed duff on thingover says um i just made it instead of six it now has 16 mm, so it's just bigger okay. but the original design is from is right here. That's why I like Thingiverse. They have really nice weighted. Mm -hmm. So Handy Dan's 3D Prince is who, who pushed this up there. Um, the original has six. Oh, wow. And, uh, what are these slots? Looks like it's SD cards. Oh, SD Okay, so that's cool. So if you wanted to nice. remix it and put compact flashcards, you could Very cool. You could kind of remix the, the design as well. Is this a remix of a remix of a remix? No, it looks like it's... Uh, all right. And we got... Oh, and there's other designs of the Thwomp. So very cool. Yeah, it's a great idea. Um, yeah, I feel like I've like printed this before. That was uh, something else, different. Right? Yeah, maybe SD cards. I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah, I like it. Very, very cool. So if you want to get your own, you can use the link in the description of the time lapse, print it out, and and just a little bit of supports. So Real that's this week's. Community makes. Yeah, I think we have a couple more, but real quick, uh, question from Mike P. Noob question about the acrylic. Where can I get some acrylic? Yeah, I get mine from um, the. Amazon? I get mine from no. I get mine from Inventables. I'll just show you where I get it. Shop. They got some real nice acrylic. I think they had some deals what? too, didn't they? 
yeah, they might. Um, yeah, so they have a bunch of different colors. Uh, I click on the half inch and then this right here, light guide acrylic sheet. Ah. They come in this thickness and they have different sheets. So eight by 12 or 12 by 24. I tend to pick this one. I got a small CNC, so I have to cut these up in, into pieces um, that are like 100 by 100 millimeters. But this stuff is great. This is what I use. Um, they're always nice and flat. And uh, there's some examples of things. Look at this martini. I should have done a martini. Huh. Oh, that's cool. A Google Home indicator. Yeah, there's so many fun things you can do acrylic. And Once you're already like, done with the project is when all the ideas uh -huh. come because it took so much time to get the base and everything yeah, else working. So the other idea, too, was like having Adabot, like yeah. say stuff, like his ears move. It, this, this project really makes me want to get a, a freaking Glowforge because like I do not like <laughs> milling um, unless you had like a dust collection system. Like I'm cleaning more than I am milling, and that's oh, just wow. the thing. I've, I broke tools. I've I've damaged uh, acrylic Bits. pieces. Yeah, so it's just the thing. It's but that's the that's the name of the game with, with CNC. Gotta wait uh, till we can clean out our garage. To yeah, get a glow Maybe forge, we'll get a glow in forge there. and then, and it's easier to, in my opinion, I think it's easier to uh, to laser cut graphics because like you can just give it an SVG. Yes. The the software I'm using doesn't quite each. Path. <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to program each path, which is time-consuming. But hey, this is a good place to get acrylic. Is Inventables. They also sell um, end mills if you are doing the the, the CNC engraving. Yeah, yeah. So that's a nice New Year's resolution right there. Laser. Yeah. All I want for Christmas is five sheets of acrylic. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. All right. Any other cool comments? Uh, oh, your local hardware store says acrylic. Now be careful of that because I did that way long ago and the acrylic I got had UV protection and it messed up my tool bit. Oh. So uh, just be aware that there are some acrylics out there that has like special coating that might not fare well with your end mill. Laser cutting might be different, but with my end mill, I remember messing one up because I got like this, this smoky black acrylic oh, and it had yeah. built in, you know, huh. UV protection. So. I guess that's what messed up my tool bit. Or maybe I didn't, maybe I was stepping down. It was the early days of milling, so. I don't know, it was just a random thought I remembered. The local hardware store. But uh, yeah. We got a couple more community makes, or was that from last week? Um, We got time, so I guess we can run through them. There were from last week, but we didn't share them because like, we, were, we were always running out of time. All right, so let's take a look at some other community makes. I don't know what this is. Oh, this is a watch band. Apple watch band, Ninja Flex. It doesn't have to be an Apple watch. Cause that's not an apple watch yeah the um whatever the connector is it's pretty Krill standard T ender five prints out ninja flex really good my first print with the dove diva ninja flex i like it nice very cool yeah definitely print your own watch band and ninja flex i think it's really cool really good test of getting your settings down and you get a nice little wearable out of for it for sure and you can change out the colors or put your own designs very very fun this one is specifically designed so you can swap out the filament and have the top be a different mm -hmm. color. Shout out to uh, W Cells Chop for posting that up. All right, here's another one. This is a make of our 16 by 16 NeoPixel Square display that we have here in the back. Super cool Mario design, a little clock action. Modified it to work on something else. This is a whole blown pie Whoa. or something. Very very cool. I'm I'm, ex I'm glad people can. Uh, you know, take the frame because that is really what uh, I'm contributing here, and then just make it work with whatever. Um, you got a Linux board, you have a microcontroller, an Arduino Uno, use whatever. Yeah, this is great. So this is by uh, Salen who posted this up. There, it's a bit of a remix. And the last bit one here is one of the oldie but goodie, the Talking D20 uh, collab project we did back in the day, 2015, with uh, Phil B. Painter Dragon. This is a uh, a D20 that's 3D printed, two halves that fit together with magnets, and it has an accelerometer um, so it knows uh, what face it's on, and it'll actually say, it'll play back wave files. It's a really intense build. Um, totally to worth it. Totally worth yeah, it's it, Yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of the, still to this day, it's an amazing project that it knows and tells you what side it's on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, printed on the Ender 3 with a 0.4 nozzle, 0.18 layer height, 
Notice some filament sagging, recess the numbers, printed it with tree supports. It helps a little, but they're still not as clean as I'd like. Makes me wonder if it's time to upgrade from my stock cooling fan. It Using a Krill always... T Ender 3. Nice. Very, very nice. It looks re really, really good there. Definitely add that extra cooling. Yeah. It will... All these are uh, magnet posts and thing boards. You need a three, three or four boards. You need a lipo charger, the trinket, the accelerometer. I think that's it. Lipo board. Oh, and the let's, sound let's effects. Let's take board. a look at it. <laughs> oh crap! We, we should probably it. do this with any of the yeah, mates. Overhead, overhead. All right, so here's what it looks like. If I can get the really strong man, it's just gonna fall apart. Oh, there we go. Oh, there's wires. Yeah. Oh, there's a speaker door. It's a circuit sandwich for sure. I think it's a sound effects board. This is all done in Arduino, by the way. Remember, this is 2015, where you plug in. His battery's dead. No, it's not. Okay, then you. That's Phil B. Paint your dragon. How amazing! Oh, do it again. A ten. You have a dot there to tell you what's the orientation. A nine. I can't believe it's. It said oh, five, three, sat three. That's a Monty Python joke, isn't it? <laughs> All right, we're gonna play with this for the rest of the day now. I think I remember charging it. It has jokes. <laughs> so shoot, shout out to build uh, it just for all the uh, puns that yeah, Phil Lynn has Hart, in there. R twenty two. Thanks for posting that up. I hope you build it. I haven't seen too many builds of this the one. Ultimate uh, gift for. Uh, you know, D20 games and all yeah. that. i like a really big one. That would be a lot easier for somebody. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Andy Callaway's got some jokes. I, where's the lawnmowers? Not You're today. Right. Not today. Oh, man, our grass is going to grow out of control. Mm. All right, boy. <laughs> well, that was super fun. Blast from the past. What happens when you roll uh, hmm. 20? It knows you're cheating. It knows it. Good show. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, with that, we're going to close the show, I guess. Any last comments and questions, let us know. Um, but we're, we're going to start closing up the show, I guess. Get yeah, ready yeah. for... I uh, hope everybody has a wonderful time off for the holidays. Uh, one last one. Good work crashing Circa Python, long term buffer overflow or spike electricity. Also, I shouldn't have walked in or catch that. Yeah, I don't know. When did we crash Circa Python? Hmm. When I oh, for the, the, for the Oh, the matrix, there, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what happened over there. I just hit the reset button. It seems to be working now. Maybe I'll reset the button again in a month. Cool. Well, thank you as well, Duester. We're going to close up the show. Don't forget, later tonight, we invite you to come on Show and Tell. That's going to start at 7.30 p.m. with special host, JP John himself, John Park, hitting it up. And then Ask an Engineer has returned to the Wednesdays. That's going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Coupon codes. Um, new products. New products, sneak peek stuff. Uh, Ion MPI. Every time you go to that segment, uh, T-shirts makes me want to see what is in adafruit.com slash new. T-shirts. Looks like that's in accelerometers. Some Buddha speaker boxes. Some Buddha. And if you guys didn't pick up this rework station with the uh, magnets on it, that thing is so cool. Hold on, let me pull that out here. It's oh, under we're out of stock though. <laughs> yeah, here's some new products. What did you want? The the rework thing, thing? Yeah. Yeah, we got ourselves so cool. one. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Doc Octo. Doc mm -hmm. Doc. Doc all right, well, tonight, show and tell. I hope to see you there. Again, special host, JP. We hosted last week. Thanks, for everybody, for showing on. Um, but uh, it's JP's turn this week. Oh, JP's really on cool tomorrow projects. as well. He's got a Thursday show every 4 p.m. Eastern time. Scott's doing up uh, the uh, Friday live streams, Deep Dive with Scott's, at 2 p.m. Pacific. That's 5 p.m. Eastern. We're wrapping around to Sundays from the desk late 80s on Saturday, Sundays. Even yeah, Fridays. Wants. Yeah, she did one on Friday once, mm -hmm. so... Very cool. Just make sure they should subscribe. You'll get notified right away. We don't even know. That's the only way we know. Get the notifications. Yeah, they don't even know until they do it. Hmm? JP's on Tuesdays. Um, you can get uh, 
some fit, up to 50% off products, select Insane. products. Insane. Yeah. If we check that out live during the show is yeah. when those discounts are available. Yeah, this week was the Cricket Feather. Very, very fun piece of hardware. And then on Mondays, I, I kind of skip Monday, but we do the CircuitPython meeting. It happens at 2 p.m. Eastern time every Monday, with the exception of U.S. holidays. But that's pretty much the whole week of the shows. We do the show every Wednesday at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Same bat channel, same bat time. <laughs> Uh, and one last with that, look. Yep. One last look at the chat room before we say adieu. <laughs> like the uh, hosted by the Lars Zone. The Lars Zone. Yes. <laughs> Lars. All right, Lars. Everybody stay healthy and make sure to, to make, make a great, a great day. day. Bye, folks. See you later tonight. Woo. <laughs>